that's the one thing that keeps me from being a soccer fan. It's like, okay, you have a time. There's play stoppage. The time keeps going. The game ends. The time keeps going. <laughs> and then at some point, the ref just calls the game. I'm just like, what is going on with this game? But it's not like it's not known. It's actually known by the refs. Right, exactly. But they just don't, they just don't share it <laughs> until it's over. <laughs> right. I just can't figure out the time. Like... Uh, that that's that says something about how American we are, though. That says something. Oh, about- <laughs> I know. And then someone goes down. They spray Windex on him. He gets back. He pops right back up. That's only the Greek team, I think. Is that what that is? In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question: Will you see it? Ted, you're leaving for Egypt in the morning. Why are you here? <laughs> well, it's the afternoon. Uh, midday, midday, we're going to get in the car and uh, be at the airport three hours before our four o'clock flight. So it's four o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, okay. It's, so it's a later in the day. So yeah. yeah, three hours is, and you're leaving out of Bradley? I think so. We don't know the gate yet. Well, but right, the international part of LAX. International, that 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 wing yeah, that whole yeah, the Bradley International part, the bottom of the U of the. And what time do you land in Cairo? I don't know. That's that's a when you get grade. there. <laughs> I think it's seventeen hours. Oh God. Yeah. Well, is this your first trip to the African continent? Um. Well, yeah, I, I yes, I would yes, I would say yes. I was trying to think. I we were at Istanbul. And Turkey, so we did both sides of Turkey, but that's Europe and Asia. Right. So that doesn't count. We came down a little bit, and it's still the middle, well, the Middle East. So, yes, this would be our first trip to the African continent. Very sweet. Very cool. All right. Well, since you are leaving for a couple of weeks and we're not yes. going to talk, why don't we jump into beer? Because you may be in a beer desert, pardon the pun, <laughs> but I'm sure there's like loggers and stuff because there's like loggers all over the world. But I don't yes. know if you're going to be able to get any cool Egyptian beer or something. I, I'm very I'm very interested in the alcohol. In, yeah, in me Egypt. too. So we're going to we're going to we're going to try it all. I bet they have some good wine, though. I, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll bet they do. I will report back. Yeah, the good Egyptian wine is French. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't, you didn't, you, you led with this, you know, monumentous, you know, life changing, you know, for the for the Graham uh, vacation of mine. But you, you kind of left. You dropped the lead for our podcast. We're at, we're on the precipice of of some greatness right here. Episode one ninety nine. We're episode one ninety nine. Yeah, you know, typically you're right about that. I always <laughs> say it's episode one ninety nine, and I always go through all that. You're right. I didn't. But you're you're so shocked that I you know am am am, am dedicated to this uh, endeavor. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, you know you're you're a junkie through and through. So yes, it is episode one ninety nine, one ninety nine, and we're gonna dangle it out because we said last pod that we have a guest for two hundred, two hundred. And uh, and we're going to be away from after this one ninety nine. So it's going to be it's going to be a little bit. We're going to we're going to, you know, we're going to keep people. We're at least at least three weeks out, possibly 
for I have to look at like when when we're on our trip too and stuff. So when you're on your trip and when the our guest can all, you know, when, when all the stars align, but you coordinate know. schedules. Yes. Well, it's funny you say that really quick when all the stars can align. Like this next week, there's like five or six planets that are all going to align. Oh wow! The next time it's going to be this close is like 2040. <laughs> so we have like 18 years until oh, we man. see all the planets in the same part of the sky again. But whatever, we're not an astronomy podcast. What beer do you have? <laughs> I have an interesting X marks the hops tippa. Oh, tippa! That's a tippa. So is that a triple? IPA? That is exactly what it is. It's a oh, triple man. IPA brewed with Citra, Mosaic, Galaxy, and Topaz. Okay. It's a Am- Am- Amarok Brewing, and I can't tell where Amarok Brewing is from. So a, a triple, what, it would, it's got to be at least a 10 and a half, I would think. It's 10 even. Oh, 10 even. Okay, I was close. But it's got 88 on the IBU. Is that is that high? That's high, right? That's a eighty uh, eight's pretty high. It's not. I mean, it's not. Oh, I mean, like I've had like hundred plus. I mean, but eighty eight's pretty good. What you got? Uh, I I have uh, A R E R bottle. I don't know Bessie by the Bay, a West Coast IPA. Is it A R E or is there a B under that that thing at the top there? Oh, there is a B. It's like you can't <laughs> see it. Yeah, bear. Okay, so you've had this. No, I'm just I'm just looking at your your beautiful typography on your can there. Yeah, it, now that you mention it, it's like half covered. The B is half covered, so I didn't really see it. So yeah, bear bottle. Nice, but it's in a can. <laughs> It's in a can. Yeah, exactly. It's like when Bottle Logic started coming with the cans. You're like, it's can logic. Can you still call it? Can you still call it Bottle Logic? Yeah, 7.2. Okay. Bear Bottle, Bessie by the Bay. It is out of, oh, geez, man. If only I had glasses. Call Young Eyes over here. San Francisco, (laughs) California. Nice. So, yeah, it's out of San Francisco, California. Mine is right out of here, Inglewood. It's Tortuga Brewing Company, so that's nice. Ooh, this smells so good. Tortuga. Tortuga. It's got a little. It's got a little map. Um, it's got uh, an X on California, and it's got an X on Australia. So I don't know what the. Oh, I wonder if they have like a partnership or like a dub. You know, like sometimes like a collab or something. Or like the guy lives half the year here half the year there and he runs two breweries or something right. and so give me a tasting note the tasting note it is rich um i'm very happy with the bitterness on this um i i went to a work event i'll start a little bit into my week i went to a work event today start in all the week go for it <laughs> i went to a work event today we went to my our group went to uh, golden road oh okay cool so we went to the golden road brewery and I was like, what's on here that I like? Because all those carts, man, the mango cart, the, the guava cart, you know what I mean? They're way too fruity for me. And, and you know, and I love me a Citra. Yeah, those those drive me crazy. <laughs> They're just too fruit forward. So I went with um, a something that was aged in rum barrels. Oh, wow. But it was a tiki. It was a tiki beer, a tiki IPA or something. Was it brewed in the tiki room? <laughs> no, it was brewed in rum barrels. So it's like it came with pineapples. <laughs> I know in rum barrels in the tiki room. In the tiki 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 room. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, so it was it was fun. I didn't realize it was going to come out with a uh, an umbrella and uh, pineapple on the on the lip there. <laughs> 
So it came out like a cocktail, and I exactly. Had one of those. And I was like, okay. And then I went with with a a wolf, not the wolf pup, the the wolf extra, the extra wolf, whatever it was, the bigger beer. And I'm still like, all right, this is the this is the this is the heaviest thing you got. I'm like, <laughs> I can't deal with that. So, but at least it had it had some sweet avocado fried avocado tacos. That's what I had for dinner. Right. Nice. Yeah. The 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 Golden Roads are just. It's like drinking passion fruit <laughs> it's cocktails they're they're basically like beer cocktails exactly exactly and it really it's it's indicative of summer and i and i appreciate their their summer rabat what is it <laughs> rabato or you know their their joie de vie for summer and it was out we we're drinking it outside and stuff so it was nice but their joie de vie al fresco <laughs> that that's what it was exactly <laughs> So the beer I have, they put the whole recipe on the can. They give you all the vitals, of course. Okay. The original gravity, the final gravity. IBUs is 23, which is super low for an IPA. Right. SRM, that's the the color. 4.5, I mean, super light. Yeah. ABV 7.2, we talked about that. What, what, would, you, what would you grade this tri- triple IPA that I have there? Like a five or a seven? Oh, I don't that no, that might be like a ten to twelve. It's a little bit darker. Yeah. Uh the yeast, they give you the it's a lager yeast. Oh, that's interesting. Weird. Yeah, it makes sense for the flavor. Uh, and then they get into the grain, so the various grains. But the hops, I know you like hearing about the hops. I love the hops. Tell me the hops. So it looks like uh, a strata hop. Oh, I like strata. Mosaic incognito hop. Mosaic hop. Oh, that's one I haven't heard of. Another strata hop. Oh, mosaic and mosaic. Though, though, It's just the hop schedule that they gave me. So based on time. Oh, okay. When they throw it in. Yeah, based on time with the boil and everything. So, uh, but yeah, this is very grapefruity. Oh, okay. Um, very light. Uh, it does have a hint of a lager, which makes sense because they're doing with that yeast. And I don't know. I mean, it's it's good. I don't know if I would want to have it again. But it's summer. You know, like you said last week, this is a summer. It's it it is right. It's exactly that. A summer IPA. It's like I laid into you last week for having <laughs> a, a stout when it's 100 degrees outside, you know? So, yeah, you got to have those lighter, fruitier beers, I guess, in the summer that don't lay too heavy on the palate and such, you know? So Right, right. How was your week? What did what are you up to? I know it's a kind of a short because we recorded a little late this week weekend. Yeah, you beat me to the punch. Uh, short <laughs> week from our last recording on Sunday, uh-huh. and now it's Friday, so we didn't have much. Uh, it's been quiet. You know, boys are in Illinois with the grandparents. Um, I'm getting a lot of chores done around the house. Okay. So I did a lot of crack patching on the ceiling oh. and the walls. and The boys aren't there to, to, to continue cracking as you fix it. So <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And it's funny, though. I'm like going along, like patching the crack in the walls and taping them and stuff getting back to my old uh, job as a commercial industrial painter <laughs> and I'm looking at the walls and you know the paint job on the walls is over 10 years ago since we moved into the house and I'm just I'm like yeah man these walls are filthy and you just see like greasy handprints I'm like these guys man how'd they like, get all the way up here <laughs> oh I know I know like crayon and just the craziness you know um, and then it was good to be back with the all-powerful bike lobby. Oh, good. 
Is it the town or is it the state or is it the city? What is which? What's the level of this lobby? No, I'm a, I'm a part of the Santa Barbara Bike Coalition's okay. advocacy committee mm-hmm. and a little secret, but I may be on the board uh, starting in August, but right. we will see how that goes. Do we need to mount a campaign or is it just like you're just so well known for shark? shark bite guy that you just no they reached out to me and said we'd love to have you on the board and i was like you got drafted for the board (laughs) more more or less yes uh but the cool thing about it though is so i you know the the meetings are like the third thursday of the month at 4 p.m i mean i'm not getting home until 4 15 ish right you know, at, at the earliest, you know, so by the time I get home and jump on, I mean, like the meetings wrapping up. So I, I haven't been on for since they changed the the times and all this stuff. So this past meeting, I, I was able to because, you know, just work schedules changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I just, you know, got to do the things I do there and talk about the things going on here and with bicycling and bike infrastructure and the things that are happening. And uh, but yeah, so they were happy to have me back and we talked quite a bit and uh, that's about it for the week it's been pretty quiet other than that how about you since you were bringing up the biking you know i i think i talked about this after the pod in our after show last last week but man this fsd beta for the car oh let's let's do let's do little tesla talk tesla talk so Monday, I take Audrey to her um, her water polo practice. Okay, and I was like, "Ooh, the the Ted the Tesla, my Tesla's down to like forty percent. I'll bring it home. I'll get Bryce. We'll, we'll we'll fool around, and I'll plug it into charge." So I plug it into charge at the home charger. Nothing, right? I'm like, all right, well, 40% is fine. What do you mean nothing, though? Like it's not picking up the... Yeah. It's not sensing the electric or something? It basically said you've plugged in an illegal charger or like your your charger's not recognized. And I was like, that's interesting because this is obviously a, a, a official Tesla charger, like home charger, whatever. And I went, I unplugged it. And after I unplugged it, it says you're still plugged in. So you have to like manually override and say like, I'm not plugged in. Nothing's plugged in. You hit a button and then it goes about its business. So can I ask, you know, I I have a a NAS, the NAS run, you know, network attached attached storage. Yes. The NAS runs 24 seven. Uh huh. Super low power and stuff, you know, but it runs 24 seven. I I mean, I reboot it whenever there's like a power outage, you know, which right. means like once a year, the thing just gets rebooted. You know, it never it never really has any hiccups or anything. And it's, it's pretty solid. However, every once in a while, you're like, it'll say like, oh, your storage uh, structure isn't optimal. We recommend a reboot to realign your storage array or something right right i got you yeah so do you ever have to say like to the car like you just need to reboot it like like a computer essentially it's a rolling computer right it is definitely a rolling computer and <laughs> and then so so i plug it in and bryce is like i gotta go to uh, muay thai so i took him to his muay thai class and I'm in the te- the Tesla during his Muay Thai class. I'm taking my Zoom meeting from the Tesla. Can you do Zoom on the big screen in there? 
No, you can't do the zoom on the big screen yet. Oh, okay. But I had my my phone on the little mount that I put like right next to the rear view mirror. So it's right in the center up there. So it's perfect. Sure. And, you know, it, it shows in the cabin very nicely. It shows the whole cabin. But basically, I'm running now on 40%. I'm just like, oh, this is fine. Something's wrong with the cable. I'll get it to a suit. You know, after Bryce, you know, cuts out of this class. I have to go pick up Audrey. So on the way to pick up Audrey, there's a supercharger right there. I'm going to hop on the supercharger. That said the same thing. It said the same. It said the same thing. You're exactly right. So you got to reboot the car. No, no. On the way to the supercharger. Okay. You can, you can, if you hit both the buttons on the steering wheel. Don't reboot it while you're driving though, Ted. No, you can do it. You can totally reboot the whole system while you're driving. Oh, wow. Because it's just, it's just a, it's basically a soft boot. Like all of the processors. Oh, it doesn't shut it down. It doesn't shut it down. It shuts down your display, so you don't know how fast you're going. Oh, God. You, you know, I didn't want to do the self-driving, you know, FSD while I was rebooting it. So I, let <laughs> I would it. hope not. <laughs> um, it and turns then, <laughs> off. What's it doing? Why? It doesn't know where it's going. Um, so then I, I did that. It rebooted. And it's like you said, it said the same thing on a supercharger. So now I'm down to like 26%. And I was like, Damn, yikes. I shouldn't have been outside of his... Muay Thai class, like running all the stuff and like having my laptop. Range anxiety is kicking in. And now I have range anxiety because I can't plug it in. I can't plug it into the supercharger. I can't plug it in over here. So I'm like, all right, we're close to the the, the service center. So I go to, into the service center. Oh, so uh, there, you were near a Tesla service center. Yeah, there's two in the area. There's one near the house and there's one near in Burbank. Oh, you got so lucky. Uh, <laughs> right? They're just all over the place down here. Um, so I'm right next to the Burbank one, which is a huge hub. It's a huge distribution hub and a, and a service center. Okay. So I pull into the service center and I was like, I don't have an appointment and, you know, and I, but I'm just worried I'm at 22% now, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, and she was, and she was like, uh, but you have an appointment. And I said, I just, and she's like, I'm just kidding with you, you know, for, for tires and for battery stuff, they want you to come in right away because they don't want you to, to be like locked up, you know, in the road or something, you know, yeah, out yeah. of battery. Um, so they had to be pull into the supercharger, you know, checked it on their supercharger. Same thing. Really weird. Doesn't work. Okay. She's like, all right, well, we'll get you going. We'll get you going in a, in a rent, in a loaner. So they put me a loaner and I'm like, all right, just any same model. Well, this is it. Any Tesla, just give me anything, but I'm hoping for an X, right? Like, <laughs> and You're like, like, I want we... the gold wing doors. <laughs> and she was like, we only have the threes right now. And I'm like, and I'm like, whatever, it's fine, you know? And I, and I jokingly say, does it have FSD? And she's like, no, it doesn't have FSD. And I'm like, I knew it didn't have SD, FSD, but a three, it'll be okay. And I get inside this car and it is sitting on the ground. <laughs> it is like a sports oh, car smaller. sedan and it's t- low to the ground, super small. And it was like a, it was like a 2019 or a 2016. I don't even know what year it was, but it was super old. It had like real leather in it, you know, not, not this vegan leather that they have now. What is yours? Vegan leather? Mine is vegan leather. So it's like yeah. a, a, like a plastic, but a, it's a pleather. It's a, it's a pleather, but they don't call it pleather anymore. <laughs> they call it vegan leather. Um, and I was like, this will be okay. This will be okay. It's just going to be like, just till they figure out what's wrong with my car, you know, like, and then I still see my car on my, on my app. Right. So now like the first night it was, it was with the service center. It's, it's going down. It's like, now it's at 20%. Now it's at 19%. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so it's at the dealer. Right. And you're at home now. I'm at home and I have, the, okay. I have their three model three loaner. And the next day I'm driving the model three, the model three around. And I'm like, Audrey, this is so different. I can't, 
I thought that I could just do this, but I just need my my Y back. <laughs> the Y is such a superior card to my this three, you know? Oh, is it really? It is it was night and day. Like what was the biggest difference you noticed other than it's lower to the ground? There there's a lot of things that are in my head and I know it's not right, but the computer's different. The headroom's different. You know, like, it's just a different shaped car. Just intangibles, essentially. You have to, and you have to step into, like, a bucket in the floor. Like, the the side walls. It's like a Corvette. You crawl down into a hole. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm imagining what the Roadster must be. The Roadster must really be, like, sitting on the, ver- on the ground. You're all laid back. Proper. <laughs> But anyway, I'm like, oh, second day. All right, second day. Wednesday comes around and it's still at 19%. And I'm like texting back and forth with the service center. And I'm like, I hope I'm not annoying you, but it's say it's like 18%. Like what's going on? And they're like, we don't know. It's back with service. So it ended up being that the plug, the the port that was on that's on the side of your, your car, that and the harness going to the battery had failed. Oh. So they replaced all of that. And then they had to give me a new cable, too, because the cable wasn't working. All under warranty, I'm assuming. All under warranty. Very happy to have a zero dollar bill. Yeah. No. And oh, and you get a free you get free supercharger when you when you have their loaner car. So you just pull into any supercharger with the loaner car and you gas up with the with juice for free. Yeah. As long as it's the loaner. As long as it's a loaner. Wow. So we so I filled it up <laughs> for them, you know, because it was free and then uh, tooled around a little bit. But I was like. I, I really, the full self-driving beta is amazing. It's a lot. I pay a lot more attention to driving. Wait, you have it now? I have it now. Yes. Oh, you didn't say that. So yeah. So I apologize. This is probably the biggest thing. Whoa. You've been talking about that. <laughs> wow. You got the full self-driving beta. And so I, in, in my driveway, I punch up where I'm going to go. And basically, I just double click down on the on the steering on the. Does it back out and everything? It doesn't back out. It'll go forward. Like if you put it in drive, like I back into my driveway. So if you back in, it'll roll out. Exactly. It rolls okay, out. Okay. And the funniest thing is like it has the direction. So a lot of stuff you turn left. I know you turn left to go to Satakoi, right? Yeah. And if you just double click down in the driveway, it'll start down your, down the driveway and depending on how it feels right at the edge of the driveway, sometimes it'll just turn right. <laughs> just like it has this crazy uh, decision matrix that goes on inside of its. It's like frantic. And it, and it and especially on our little street here, it just freaks out, <laughs> you know, and and it just it does crazy things. But luckily, there's a little button, you little camera you push when it does something wrong. And that basically sends a big chunk of that video back to home base to help them analyze what's going wrong with your with the fsd beta oh i got you so you're working for tesla without being paid <laughs> i am advancing uh auto- autonomous driving for the betterment of 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 the of the world ted you convinced me <laughs> okay we're, we're moving from level two autonomy to level three autonomy and it's going to take a village and what is it? Level five is like full. Exactly. Level five is yeah. Is you can sleep in the car while it takes you to work. Put put up the sunshade. I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh god, that scares the hell out of me. <laughs> 
we have a long road to hoe, but we're we're I guess so, huh? We're we're clocking mil- millions of miles. So have you I mean, I know your Tesla's on your mind and your mind's on your Tesla, but did you get it back? Okay, so on Wednesday I saw the thing charging. So I saw it charging on my app. So I texted them. I was like, I see my baby's charging. Does that mean it's fixed or did they bypass the plug? Did you bypass the harness? You know, did you plug straight into the battery and like get it going? She goes, I'll ask. I'll ask the team. She's like, oh, it's that guy again. (laughs) And then and then finally I get like your car's ready. And I'm like, oh, thank God, please get me out of this thing. And then as I as I go to pick up, I have I had to pick up Audrey and then pick up the Tesla. And I told Audrey, I said, you know, it's a good thing we had the three and not the X because could you imagine like if I had the X and I loved it for three days and then I had to go back to my Y and drive oh, my Y then it's, forever like, be questioning then it's like yourself. then it's like oh god I should have spent another $50,000 and got the, and waited another six months for this X you'd have been questioning your sexuality Ted <laughs> the X and the Y's yes I got you yeah there you go <laughs> so was the three uh, like as far as performance wise speed handling was it all this was it all similar or was it yeah i mean you know and now that i now that i have the fsd beta i no longer have the safety score on either of the cars but man like because i was trying so long and so hard for the to score high on that the safety score i had forgotten the the power of this you're like grandpa grandpa willet (laughs) driving around (laughs) Uh, but, but yeah, no, now I'm like, oh, this thing is, it, 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 it lacked, a, it was a little bit shy of it, I guess, of just cause I think it's just cause my car was newer, just the, the age difference. Yeah. But it was, but it's so fast. Like it was still peppy though. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're so fast. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get into some trailers. Okay. We have two tonight. Yes, let's sir. get persuasion out of the way. <laughs> I have uh, the first comment is kind of interesting. So uh, you probably know where I'm going. I mean, this one is for Anne, obviously. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Clarissa said she would watch it with Anne. Okay. And Dakota Johnson's character's name, oddly enough, is Anne. There you go. It's all all Anne all the time. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. It's a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> a marriage that never was. I'll have to say, though, man, I was out the moment this trailer began. Not into it. And see, and this is the thing. Anne always is like, we got to give Jimmy things other than the blockbusters, other than the Marvel and the Star Wars. He always talks about how much he dogs them and stuff like that. And I'm like, he dogs them because he's going to end up watching because he knows it's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> well, okay. What I think Anne fails to recognize is that who are you most likely to be yourself with, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Who are you most likely to raise your voice to? Right. Or whatever. It's your uh, family. Yes. Okay. Because you're comfortable when you get home. Right. Right. When you're when you're out in public, you are. You have your best foot forward. You're. Yeah. You're polite. Polite. You know, you don't want to. Don't offend. <laughs> you, you don't want to offend anybody. You say things that are like sugar-coated and so on right so yeah i'm I'm gonna watch like for example obi-wan or boba fett or you know andor (laughs) yeah it's like endor and andor i mean it's like andor yes right it's and i was telling there's a whole galaxy can we come up with more syllables (laughs) things that don't sound alike (laughs) 
But it's like, am I going to watch it? Sure, I'm going to watch it. Am I going to rip on it? Absolutely, I'm going to rip on it because... Especially with Ted on a Friday night, that's when we rip on this stuff. Yeah, because Lucas has messed with my childhood time over. (laughs) However, Jane Austen is not my cup of tea. But I did share with you the one... I read one Jane Austen book. Uh Uh-huh. Pride and Prejudice Zombies. Was that a book? Yeah, it's a book. That's how I knew about it. I thought it was just a movie. No, I just learned it was a movie tonight. <laughs> so you thought you you read it as a book and didn't know it was a movie. I read it as I a book. Only saw parts of it as a movie, and I thought it was just a, a take on her book. No, we have the book. Uh, okay, I'm. It, it is the the same guy who did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh right, right. Okay, he also did Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So. Nice. it's really it is it is a, a spoof on her book of course uh-huh. but clarissa read the book and i said how's the book and she said oh it's pretty cool it's like all the guy's daughters they're all like ass kickers who go out and kill zombies i'm like that sounds cool so i read the book <laughs> we have it like an ebook or whatever yeah. you know on yeah. Uh, yeah on the kindle and uh so you know i read the book and it's it's along the lines of like a uh, abraham lincoln vampire okay. hunter however Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, the book, far superior. The movie was awful. So I'm curious now. I want to watch. It came out in 2016. Yeah. I want to watch Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Okay. The the trailer looks okay. I mean, it's a zombie movie for crying out loud. Right. But as you well know, we're into zombie movies. <laughs> that is that is your cup of tea. See? So <laughs> that's the only Jane Austen I might be into is is. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Um, I think trailer-wise, it hits the trailer tropes for the Jane Austen type movie where, you know, it has the kind of upbeat music. The Dakota Johnson lines are like every witty line she's going to say in the movie. Mm -hmm. So somebody says something and they do a, a jump cut, jump edit to where she says the witty thing that makes you like, go, oh, right. She is so on top of it. She is so witty. She is so humorous. She is such a, a sharp wit. Right. And it's like, no, that's just how they edit it. And I'm sure every other line that you didn't see is going to be dull and boring and put you to sleep. Well, and and this is this is my thing with Jane Austen is how do you tell this apart from Sense and Sensibilities, Pride and Prejudice and Emma? Aren't they all the same? Aren't they on the, the, like the same story just told from different angles? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> generally speaking, you know, it's kind of like uh, it's a slow build of a pressure cooker, right? That gets her uh-huh. or well, gets the Anne character to like be she's kind of like a meek woman. And then like as the movie builds, oh, this might be an underlying theme for both of these. Mm-hmm. But as the as the movie builds, her meekness turns into like I am woman hear me roar sort of a thing. Right, right. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. So I mean, I get that, you know, and I and I can understand the like woman's pride. Audrey, for example, might gain a lot of insight from it or something that might have some in that might be somewhat inspiring. Right. You know, I get that. Me as a middle-aged guy, like, eh, I'm not connect. into I'm, Yeah, I'm not into it, uh, you know. Right. But hey, she's a, a 
famous, fantastic author. I'm not going to take uh, that from her, of course. Right. She's not. She's written. She knows her audience. She knows her audience. And her audience loves her and will lay down and die for her and make movies about her books till the end of time. Rightfully so. Yeah. And that's fantastic. And there will always be an audience for it. And you know what? I mean, it's it's every author has their audience and every audience loves the voice of that author and let them have their corner of the world together. <laughs> I just don't want to be in that corner. Right. So there I am. And that's kind of what it is. Um, I don't know. That's OK. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Jane Austen. I don't read books. Um, I, I like it has a bit of a modernness to it that might be interesting and new and different. But nothing other than that has, you know, drags me in. And you ever notice how people of that era when portrayed in movies, they always have perfect teeth. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure like they're, you know, they, they were probably, I mean, there was no dental care. If there was, <laughs> it was called pliers. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, but I think the, looking at it through the lens of Trailer Junkies podcast and what we typically do and, okay. and our audience, I mean, mm -hmm. our audience, is, I mean, you know, you have like tech bros and <laughs> car bros. We're, we're like trailer bros. <laughs> yeah. You know, we talk about like, hey, you know, the latest Star Wars, the latest Marvel, <laughs> the latest, you know, like explosion movie and whatever. And I mean, we're trailer bros. Mm -hmm. I think this hits our sensitive side. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And uh, it's good to have this once in a while right. and to expose us to a world that we don't participate in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well said. All right, man. Bla oh, and it is on Netflix streaming. Right, so I just right. wanted to get that out there. All right, Ted, our second trailer for tonight is Blackbird on Apple TV Plus, which is uh, streaming 8 July. Here's a physical through line for our two trailers this evening. Okay. And it's Frank related. Frank related. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I can understand the Jane Austen one because of Barbara. No, no, no. The mutton chops. Both of these, both these oh. sides have mutton yes. chops in it. All the, in persuasion, there's a bunch of people with mutton chops. And you saw my thing, friendly mutton chops. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I like, and I'm like, you know, you do mutton chops. Frank does mutton chops. Well, but the best part about the one in Blackbird is his are the friendly mutton chops. So oh, is that the, friendly? The yeah, friendly is when the mustache crosses. Oh, it connects it. Yeah, and mutton chops are when you don't have the mutton. Ah, or, I okay. mean, the, the, the mustache. <laughs> Ray Liotta's Swan Song. I know. I think he has one other movie that he was in the middle of filming that. Oh, this wasn't it. I don't know whether this, whether because this is a series, I don't know whether he was filming other parts of this and they might have to write write him out. Yeah. But yeah, to see Ray Liotta there as the as the dad, you know, and just like, oh, man, he just passed away. Uh, I didn't want this for you, you know, like and I think that to me, that's another kind of through line in in these two trailers is this this paternal kind of uh, drive, you know, like the impetus for both of these stories is like the father told her not to get married to the, her true love. And this father had a life of crime that didn't want his son to continue in a life of crime, but kind of, you know, just couldn't they couldn't break out of this cycle of of, of you know, incarceration. It kind of lends itself to thinking that he goes to prison, but then he does like a plea bargain. Yeah. That if he if he finds out information on this dude, uh, what is it? Paul Walter Hauser. 
the serial killer, like, <laughs> yeah, the serial killer guy who dreams of killing women. Right. And his voice is so creepy uh, throughout, though. Yeah. Like, you don't hear it a lot in the trailer, but when you do, it's almost childish. Right. No, it's great. Yeah, it's 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 creepy. Creepy. Yeah, it's super creepy, you know, and um, do you know what true events this is inspired by? I do not. Yeah, I I did a cursory look before the show, but I didn't really find anything. So I might have to look into it a little bit deeper. Uh, I mean, overall, though, it's a it, the trailer builds. I mean, it starts off much like the other one, how I was saying, like if you think about a, a, a theme, but it starts off. He's talking to his dad in prison. It's quiet. You know, it's it's kind of low key, low paced. Right. And it slowly builds. He goes to prison. He makes his plea deal. Then he winds up in this other prison and on and on and on to this hair raising climax when it's almost he's confronted face to face with evil in solitary, <laughs> like in a, in a weird solitary thing or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they do a great job, I think, building to that climax in this trailer. Yeah. And I think this is only like three episodes. It's only two weeks. It's going to be it's going to be a quick one for a miniseries. You know, No, I thought it was six episodes. Oh, it only has three written up. They only have three written up. Maybe that's I think it's six episodes, though, from what I from what I saw. Oh, it's a six. OK. Yeah. I mean, you know, and the funny thing is just got the email yesterday. And it said on on uh, June 26th, Apple TV Plus is going to renew because from our iPad purchase, we had we had it for free. Right. Uh -huh. And so I'm like, oh, oh, man, now we have Apple TV Plus. We have to pay for just like, you know, everything else, HBO yeah. and everything else. So then I'm like, I look at forty nine ninety nine for the year, 50 bucks. Yeah. So I'm like 50 bucks. That's less than five bucks. I'm like, that's got to be like $4 uh, a month. So I do a little back of the envelope math. <laughs> $4.10. Nice. Well done. I'm like $4. I'm in the middle of watching We Crashed. Okay, right, right. You know, I'm only a couple episodes yeah, in. I mean, right. I'm not that far into it. But I'm in the middle of watching that. So I'm like, do I just say like, screw it? I mean, like... <laughs> For 50 bucks, it's like worth the whole season. Right. And then I got the rest of the year. How long did you get off of that iPad purchase? It was six, uh, six months, I think. Oh, I think they've, I think they've reduced that to, did they? To last now. I think you get three months with any Apple device purchase, you know? Yeah. I want to say we bought it, uh, right around, no, maybe we got longer than that. Maybe we got 10 months or something. Like a year then. Might have been a year. Maybe it was a year. You know what? We might have had it for a year, I think. Yeah, I think they either do six months or three months now for a new device. Okay. Yeah, we got it for a year. So, you know, I mean, okay, sure. We had Apple TV Plus for a year. It's $50 a year. So, I mean, you know, you're looking at $4.10 a month. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, okay, come on. They're, they're getting ready for add-ons, though. They just made a deal with MLS Soccer. Well, they already have MLB Baseball. and Right. Yeah. And so, but now they have an exclusive deal with ML, uh, MLS Soccer. Or I guess that's redundant with MLS. But that's an add-on purchase? They are going to have all of that. And I don't I don't know what's going to be an add on. But between that and the World Cup that's in, you know, in the U.S. next U.S., Mexico and Canada, I think there's a new next World Cup. Yeah, I watched the, I, I watched soccer every four years. I never understood the clock. 
a, a clock with extra time, but the only real clock is with the official, right? And they and we can't, and for some reason we can't see the official's clock. We have to just trust him. Like, all right, now we're in ex, we're in extra time, and it's like, and it's gonna end sometime. But <laughs> and then the game just stops. <laughs> He just calls it. Yeah. That's the one thing that keeps me from being a soccer fan. It's like, okay, you have a time. There's play stoppage. The time keeps going. The game ends. The time keeps going. (laughs) And then at some point, the ref just calls the game. I'm just like, what is going on with this game? But it's not like it's not known. It's actually known by the refs. Right. Exactly. But they just don't they just don't share it (laughs) until it's over. (laughs) Right. I just can't figure out the time. Like. Uh, that that's that says something about how American we are, though. That says something. Oh, about- I know. <laughs> and then someone goes down. They spray Windex on him. He gets back. He pops right back up. <laughs> that's only the Greek team, I think. Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so again, speaking of Apple TV Plus yes. and renewing, I mean Ted Lasso will be coming back and oh, it's coming back for its final season. You know, we gotta make make sure to have Ted Lasso there. Exactly. What am I gonna do? Be so cheap that like three months? Oh my god, I can't afford twelve dollars. <laughs> and then when Ted Lasso comes, I get it back, and then I get to finish. We crashed. And it's like I'm just like, you know what, man? Just let it roll over. I'll just keep going. And then several. Severance is going to come back and you're going to, you know, come on, Severance. Severance season two is going to be off the chain. It'll be going to be. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and we watch it enough that I don't know, like, let's just say 20 hours. No, more more than that. Say 30 hours a year. Right. Of Apple TV Plus. You know, if you think about it like that, I mean, every show is a buck ten and it's and it's quality i mean oh it's total quality the four shows that you watch you remember them you look forward to them and you want to see the next season like you know and season two of for all mankind came out did you like for all mankind did you like that haven't seen it yet oh okay so i told clarissa i said it's like the space race but with chicks it's revisionist history if yeah (laughs) right and it's from the past but is it if there was it was a more progressive past? <laughs> right. So I told Clarissa, I said, you know, you said it more eloquently than I did. <laughs> you're like chicks in space. <laughs> it's chicks in space. You know, and you're like, well, it's more progressive. <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, alien women from Venus? or No. What's that movie? Er- Earth girls are easy. <laughs> well, there's that one. No, I forget, but it's like uh, Amazon Women from the Moon or something. Oh, yeah. Amazon Women from Mars or something. Yeah. Or, whatever. But know. whatever. It's like one of those <laughs> kinds of things. And they come down. They're all sexy. It's like spe- sexy spacesuits. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, anyway, get back to Blackbird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm keeping Apple TV Plus. Okay. Done. This is uh, it's six. It's six episodes. I mean, this is. It's a no-brainer. I think it's it's easy to watch. We don't do a lot on Apple. Okay. The things we do do on Apple, I think, fit this genre. Mm-hmm. I mean, Severance, Servant, Blackbird, you know, like they're all in this dark space. And we've talked about this before, how Apple... I mean, even We Crash. We Crash, too. Like We Crash is dark, yeah. I mean, you're seeing like kind of the dark side of the startup space, you know, and... yeah. And you and I have talked about how Apple just goes down this like ugly path of dark rabbit hole. Yeah, of humanity. <laughs> like it's kind of horror 
but it's not horror, but it is horror. I mean, it's it's so weird, you know. And yeah, I mean, even def- defending Jacob, defending Jacob was another one that has Chris Evans as the father of a. Oh yeah, of that of that boy who might have killed his uh, this co- classmate. You know, like that that's very very dark. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's like true crime podcasts, but for TV series. With high quality production quality. The funny part about it, though, is and then Ted Lasso (laughs) is the exact opposite of that. (laughs) But but he's Ted Lasso is so genuine and good and wholesome that he sits on the other end of the seesaw by himself and he counterbalances all that other stuff. (laughs) Like all the heavy stuff is trying to weigh him down and he's just like, nope, I'm fine over here. He's way too optimistic. (laughs) All right. So what are you guys watching this week or what are you watching? Yeah. So this week, are you still doing the air table? Still doing the air table. Oh man, this guy. Oh, okay. So Bryce got into the mission impossibles. And so we watched the first mission, mission impossible from 20 how many are there about four i think there's six or something like that six and they're all tom cruise they're all tom cruise wow um we just saw mi mi2 so we saw mi2 mi1 mi2 i like those movies i mean they're you know they're they're fast-paced explosion movies mi2 is so funny because it's just a john woo movie (laughs) is that the rock climbing one (laughs) exactly it's a rock climbing one yeah 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 and it's in in his uh his other his uh, the agent that puts on his face it's like five years after john woo did face off with nick cage and john nick cage yeah (laughs) so he did that he did face off with tom cruise in mi2 just by with his with his uh with his co-worker with his uh you know other agent his his agent that went rogue and it's really more of a john woo movie than it is a mission impossible movie so it's kind of it's kind of funny you know like there's flames i like how you put that there's flames and there's doves flying through the flames as right before he walks through <laughs> you know, right before tom cruise walks <laughs> right. in yeah and it's like oh guys this is this is just john woo there's nothing there's nothing mission impossible about this you know but it's amazing. It's really fun to to relive this kind of thing where I don't remember it per se, but I remember being in it and liking it. So it's fun to to watch it with Bryce and and Bryce gets some of the memes like when Tom Cruise in the first one drops into the room and he's like on the strings and he's like flat, you know, and he's keeping his balance. So that's a meme that kids are into, but they don't necessarily not not all of them have seen the source footage. So it's fun for them to see the source. <laughs> the source footage. <laughs> We're watching Somebody Feeds Phil, the season five. That's a great season. It's a little short season. So we've seen four out of the five episodes. We might. Uh, Is that a current season or? It's the current season. Yeah, it just came out. Current season. Okay. Uh, came out about 25 days ago. I can see over here. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, <laughs> so this month, it's yeah. really new. Um, still finishing up the offer. We've got one more episode to finish in the offer. The 10 episode phenomenal series. You got to see it. You got to see it. Yeah. We got to get uh paramount. Oh, I, I mean, my uncle and cousins yeah. that they were telling me it's amazing. Yeah. You, you have paramount. I think wink, wink. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. I'll say. <laughs> uh, but okay. So, and then also on paramount that, the best thing I saw this week. So, so Paramount is really doing some good stuff in the streaming space. So the, both the offer and South Park streaming wars 
have this amazing angle on the streaming culture and how okay. and how detrimental to the art of cinema and visual media streaming services are. <laughs> you know? Well, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, okay, I understand. Like we talk about that sometimes about how 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 you know, like Netflix is set up as a consumer model and it's just about consumption and if we can right. and if we can keep eyeballs on our streaming service then it doesn't matter what we're producing as long as we can keep eyeballs and keep you know fingers on on remotes in in our space then we've monopolized the time of this viewer and we've monopolized them away from other streaming services right so <laughs> in and, you know, I forgot how much I loved South Park until I saw this. And I was like, oh, streaming more South Park. That sounds good. It's a little one hour movie on Paramount Plus. You know, uh, Matt and Trey, creators of, of South Park, they have a int- very interesting deal where they have half of their stuff on HBO Max. The old stuff is on HBO Max. But they made a deal with Paramount Plus to do new stuff for them and have some of the some of the movies on Paramount Plus. OK, so they have a dual deal. And I went to go look for the streaming wars and I was like, it's not on HBO Max, but here's all this South Park stuff. And then I went over to Paramount and I was like, oh, it's over here. And anyway, streaming wars has this amazing piece of art with, you know, this little paper cutouts that they do <laughs> or whatever. Not, I mean, obviously now it's like more, much more than that, but it, it basically, it swirls Chinatown into a streaming future, but then it uses the movie Chinatown, the movie Chinatown, but it basically uses the water, the water. What's the, what's the main storyline of China? How would you describe it? It's like, well, how they were sending the water from you know, Northern California yeah, to Southern California. Right. I mean, that's that's kind of the 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 MacGuffin. The politicization of waterworks and public works, and the it's the way that it gets corrupted by power and 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 by the drive of men, of these politicians and men. Right. So they do the very they do the same thing in the in the Rockies. There's all this ice melt and the ice melt b- delivers the water to the town, you know, of of these Colorado towns. And they basically say that the it didn't snow enough over the winter, you know, and the water's not making it to the town. So basically these huge pot farms <laughs> around the area are like <laughs> they're taking up all the water. So they release their water rights and the water from the pot farms flows to the town. But because the town is getting water from these pot farms, they were like, we have to tell them who this water is coming from. So they hired the little the boys to make little boats to put in the streams. <laughs> and they end up like they end up the, the four boys end up making boats for everybody. And everybody's like paying them hand over fist to make all these boats. Okay. And and Eric Cartman makes a boat and it looks like shit, right? It looks like a little crappy boat. <laughs> and I forget who says it, but he's like, Eric, you know, put a little pride into your work. <laughs> like, And he goes, it doesn't matter. As long as the boat gets down the stream, nobody cares. And then Butters just lays into everybody and goes, nobody cares about any of this crap. We could put whatever we want on the stream and people will just eat it up. And people will, you know, like, and I'm like, this is exactly what we're talking about. This is like Paramount really has a, a axe to grind with the quality of what's coming through. And the offer does the same thing where they have these conglomerate executives from Gulf and Western back in the day when in the in the early 70s and late 60s right right when they were owned by Gulf and Western and Gulf and Western was pu- you know pulling the plug and they wanted to pull the plug on 
all these movies the whole time. And Bob Evans is, is fighting for his movies constantly throughout this whole, this whole series. So it's, it's amazing to see from 1970, you know, all the way through South Park and Streaming Wars, it's the same thing. It's about the quality of the content that you're putting together. And it's interesting that Paramount is really just driving it home across the board in streaming services. Yeah. And that's funny because that, that you mention it that way, that if you think about way back when, and they're still doing the same fight today, essentially. Right. We finished the George Carlin American, oh, American yes. Dream. Yes. What's that? Which one is that on HBO? That's on HBO. HBO Max. Okay, I, I'll download that for the plane. Yeah, no, it's it's very good. Um, I think you'll I think you'll really enjoy it. But he his comedy was really it was really innovative yeah. when he came into it because you had like the old vaudeville style comedy, right? And then he became kind of like the new face of comedy once he kind of threw away the old vaudeville side. Because when he came in, he was a part of the establishment, yeah. And then, but he hated that side of it, and he came into like the new where he was more vulgar and he was swearing, and that's you know, and he was doing coke and all the rest, but. Late 60s, early 70s, a lot of what he was talking about is exactly Ugh. what we're talking about today. So sad. The environment, climate change, abortion rights, guns, <laughs> uh, health care. <laughs> I mean, and you're thinking to yourself, 50 plus years ago, nothing has changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I mean, the and it gets dark at the end. I mean, he was a nihil a cynical nihilist uh-huh he claims he wasn't uh-huh he was i mean this dude was a cynical nihilist like everything is shit and nothing matters you know well i mean the world has proven his point i think you know what i mean like it it broke him but then it proved him right yeah he's doing interviews in 1968 67 69 whatever 70 and i mean it was as relevant as an interview you could have today with anyone on, you know, CNN or MSNBC right. or something. I mean, it was like the same thing, you know. So there's that, um, which I think you'll enjoy. And then we we watched Operation Mincemeat finally. Oh, great. Did you like it? Oh, it was very good. Amazing. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, it, I, I, the. I always like at the end of movies when oh. they close out with the the real people with the, no, but with the text. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they say this was the greatest uh, art of deception to date yeah. of any history, uh, any uh, any operation in war. You know, and, right? And they give you like kind of the details that they that they didn't discuss or close or they just need to close it out before the movie ends closure yeah yeah and i mean overall though like crazy how you do this this thing you know or like and you actually get the germans to buy it and send their whole army across the mediterranean <laughs> to greece so you could go in through sicily yeah. with minimal casualties uh. It was incredible. And my favorite, like, it's not I don't, it's not really an Easter egg, but my favorite thing that I don't know whether everybody picked up on, but the fact that Ian Fleming is the, the secretary 
chattering away on the key on the keyboard on the little typewriter in the background you know it's like he's doing his first uh james bond manuscript in the corner or something did you get did you catch that oh no i did not oh see there you go ian fleming there's there's one scene where i where love it's, that. Where it's high tension and he's still like chattering on the keyboard. And I forget what who what I think Colin Firth is like, Will you Ian, will you stop with the incessant typing over there? What are you typing over there? You know? And and oh, he's I like, totally missed he's that. doing chitty chitty bang bang and and uh, James Bond <laughs> while this is all going on. <laughs> well, and yeah, MI five exactly, and all that exactly, stuff. Right? And oh my God, that is so amazing. <laughs> that is such a great through line. Yeah, yeah. No, overall, uh, awesome movie. Um, that's all we watched this week. So you know, short week, of course. Short week. Right. And uh, I, I did. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to to Paramount Plus. Though, yeah, man. Maybe we should do an episode tonight. Yeah, Jeez. there you go. I started watching something that I don't think I'm going to finish. Okay. The Card Counter. It's um, uh, Oscar Isaac. I've heard of it. Maybe we covered it. I don't even I don't know. Think, I don't think we did. I I, I don't think we to, did. I tried to figure it out. Uh, but I like card counting. We've watched a lot of Oceans movies, so we've seen a lot of Vegas. <laughs> right. But this, but this guy's like a, the saddest card counter in the world. Like, like one, he, two, three, four. <laughs> no, he wins like five hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars. Then he's out. He's like, he's like a, uh, a traveling card counter. But he wins just enough to to raise the pit boss's eye, and then he leaves. So, <laughs> see, but didn't I say that in the past? Like the reason people get caught is because they get greedy, right? Like he's the kind of guy who's like he knows when to say when. Yeah. Like it's he's like he's like Kenny Rogers, man. You know, like he knows when to call. He knows when to call it. <laughs> knows when to hold him. <laughs> but but see, and that would be fine if that's what this movie was about. But then in the middle of the movie. Like he obviously got out of prison and that's part of the problem at the beginning, but we don't know, know exactly why he's in prison. In the middle of the movie, it just jumps into Abu Ghraib. Is that how you say it? What? Yeah. You're talking about the, the Iraq prison? Yeah. And basically there's a one, it's like a POV shot of a guy walking through this prison and, you know, people have dogs on people. People have, you know, the prisoners smeared with shit all over their bodies. What? People with like sacks over their head getting pounded in the face. And it's just you're just walking through this one master shot of like 10 of the atrocities that you've heard of from Abu Ghraib. Yeah. And you really and you figure out that this guy was from there and he was kind of brought in there in the in the end. And he was one of the one of the few um, service members who was thrown in prison. And that's why he was in prison at the beginning of the movie. And then one of his one of his colleagues, his son, you know, was there because he ended up killing himself or something. He died some in some in some way after it. And basically, they're going after this contractor played by Willem Dafoe, who was part of the orchestration of Abel Grabe. And I was just like, Ugh. what does card counting in Vegas <laughs> have to do with I was just like, oh, I'm out, I'm out, I can't. Too heavy. It's way too heavy. And you like, you got me here on false pretenses, you know? <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, you're like, oh, it's a gambler. <laughs> got to know when to hold him. No when to fold them. So, and then so. you're just like, and then you're an Abu Ghraib. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, uh, I need a little uh, love on the spectrum after that. <laughs> <laughs> love on the little palate cleanser. All right, man. Well, hey, you have a great trip. So you're gone, what, 17 days, I think you said? Yeah, we're back right after 4th of July. So yeah, so 
you know. Okay, so you're there until what? Like sixth. you get home on what? The fifth, sixth, sixth, yeah, sixth. Okay, so you got a few weeks. Yep, uh, a couple and a half. And uh, yeah, and so you're going to see the pyramids. We're going to see a lot of stuff. You're going to let me know if aliens built them. I'm pretty sure aliens built them. Yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see Stargate. We're going to see the Stargate up up close and personal. Okay, <laughs> you know, hey, our our audience has a lot of. Uh, Ted reporting back on the truth. <laughs> the truth is out there. Yes, yeah, so we we will go find the truth. <laughs> You're going to come back with it, though no one else has. But we will have it here exclusively on Trailer Junkies podcast. We, we will go through the roof on on you know on, on episode 200. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. So, okay. So you're going to have. Uh, like the pyramids of Giza, yeah. The Nile, death on the Nile, <laughs> dunes, dunes on the on dunes on dune buggies, yeah. ATVs, yeah. whatever. So you're flying into Cairo, though. I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Okay. I don't know why, but in my brain, I have like Indiana Jones in Mor- in a Moroccan <laughs> bazaar. That's the other side of Northern Africa. <laughs> yeah it, well right but like in my like my head just has like indiana jones in a moroccan bazaar yeah and like there's the willets cruising through <laughs> eating dates i don't know that's that's just what i am envisioning i just i of, just have to i have to feed them to the monkey first to make sure they're not poison th- they're not poisonous <laughs> right yeah and Anne will catch it midair right before it goes in your mouth oh well actually and might let it go through <laughs> and like feign like she's going to catch it. But then Bryce at the last second will grab it. Yeah. Maybe Audrey. <laughs> maybe Audrey. Aud- yeah. Audrey has a 70 inch reach. So. Wow. She's, she's got the arms to reach it. We, we, we had to like take a take a tape measure to her fingertip to fingertip. <laughs> that's her. That's her water polo. Exactly. Ex- exciting. Exciting. All right, man. So, yeah, I look forward to hearing back and uh, talking and you guys have safe travels. And thank you. You know, uh, what airline are you flying? Uh, A pole. I think a Polish airline United and then a Polish airline, I think. Oh, so you're making a connection somewhere. Yeah, I think we're going to Warsaw and then on from Warsaw down. What? (laughs) Holy cow. As if you couldn't go out (laughs) Warsaw, like you're going to be half into like Russian (laughs) missiles and shit. Don't 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 jinx me. We're fine. We're fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, Warsaw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've made connections like in Iceland before when we go places, but yeah, but it's like on the way. You know, Warsaw is not really on the way. Yeah, you know, I was hoping for Madrid or something like that. That feels a little more on the way, but it feels more on the but, way. You know, whatever we 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 priced it out. This is the best one. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say sometimes you got to go with what what you can afford, and, and 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 you know what? The funny thing is with those with the ones that are con- that are like connecting through things that are actually like better. The layovers were like 20 hours. Whoa. And it's just like. So you're in some other city for like a day or something. Yeah. You're in an air. You're in an airport. You're not. You don't even like leave the airport. Well, I guess you, you can't leave because like then you got to go through customs yeah, and all that. Yeah. So you did just. Uh, so it was like, do we sit at the airport for 10 hours or 20, 15 hours or 20 hours? Or do we do the Warsaw where it's a little out of the way, but you know, two hours on the ground and then you're back up in the air, you know? Right. No. Yeah. That makes sense. The, over, the overall trip's like 
18 hours instead of 24, you know, 20, 30 hours. There were some that were thir- oh. over 30 hours of, oh, of, of time because of the layovers. Yeah, yeah. Nothing direct or was direct like super expensive? I didn't even like, yeah, if there was a direct, it was going to be super expensive. But right. everything was connecting through Europe. Okay. I think there was there was a Heathrow one that I won't, that was that was okay, but it was still like 15 hours Ugh. at Heathrow. Man. And there's a lot to do in Heathrow, but not, <laughs> not enough for that. Never been to Heathrow, yeah. so, but I don't, yeah, I'd rather not sit around an airport all day. Look out the window at, at London that you can't at go Big to. Ben. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, you have a good night. Thank you. You too. All right, Ted. Later. Bye. Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.